0: Friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast, last podcast of 2021. Oh my goodness, how about that? It's pretty amazing to think about a whole year, right? Like, we don't think a lot has changed in a year, but do we often sit and reflect on what went down throughout the year? I mean, this year blue. Bye. It's hard to believe that January 1st is Saturday. So we have less than a week until a new year. It's going to be here before the blink of an eye. So today's episode is one of my favorite episodes to do because uh, if you know me or you're getting to know me, you know how important reflection is. So today's episode is about how to do a year and review, Last night I watched a really funny It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they do a year in review of 2020 and it had me cracking up <laughs> and it kind of made me think about how important it is to look at your lessons, look at your wins, but not with such attachment and bring a lightheartedness to it being hard on ourselves, like we're not exactly where we want to be doesn't get us to where we want to go. In fact, it pushes us further away from the person we want to become. So as you do the year in review, as you reflect on 2021, I want to invite you to have compassion and curiosity and love for yourself instead of judgment and criticism because that's not going to help set you up for 2022. I can promise you that. This week between... Christmas and New Year's is one of my favorites because instead of rushing and hustling and trying to get everything done before the end of the year, I like to use this week as a reflective and almost like a reset and recovery. This is one of my favorite times of year because recovery and rest and reflection is exactly what helps us get to where. We want to go. So, the end of the year is a wonderful time for that reflection. And, you know, January 1st rolls around and we're excited to have a fresh start and start a new chapter. But before we can even jump into what's next, it is so important to reflect on the past 12 months. And there's a reason why, because when you reflect, when you do reflecting, you are able to see how far you've come because most growth is invisible and the progress that we make, we don't often see it on a day-to-day, but when you look back over 12 months of time, you can actually see that progress and growth. And then another reason why I find reflection so important is to figure out what your opportunities are. If you keep making the same mistakes over and over again, you're not learning from them. And chances are you're missing an opportunity to reflect and to make adjustments necessary to get the results that you want. Now, 2022 is upon us. It is so close, and I know how tempting it might be to Skip ahead. You're like, you know what? 2021 was kind of shitty. I don't want to reflect. I don't want to look at it. I want to just push it aside and pretend like the things didn't happen. But it is, I can't stress this enough. If you're listening to this podcast, it's for a reason. So I think that allow this to be an invitation to take a pause and reflect on how you've grown this year. That's my favorite thing to do. And that's what I'm going to be doing this week. In fact, I've blocked off two days, one day to reflect on. 2021, how I've grown personally, professionally, and spiritually. And then the next day is to finish my planning for the first couple months of the year. So I'm going to walk you through an end of year reflection process. And this can take 15 minutes. It could take hours. It could take a whole day. It's really up to you. What you put into it is exactly what you'll get out of it. And that is what makes it so enjoyable because if you only have 15 minutes this week, then that's more than enough. I know how easy it is to get caught up in that holiday frenzy. I mean, Christmas, at Christmas Eve, Christmas, all the things. And I mean, I'm Jewish and I'm, you know, celebrating these holidays now. So I, I used to just do nothing during that time. But now with as I'm starting new family traditions with Brian – I get all up in the holiday frenzy and it's so much fun, but it's so easy to let things go by so. Fast, So I've noticed that carving out intentional time and space to be present with myself helps me be more present for the people that are around me. And I noticed that this weekend, it was so much fun being with our families and having our house just be a gathering place and it just spending two days without any sort of agenda and just hanging out was just so special. And I realized that because I set myself up and gave myself some time to sit and reflect, I was way more present for the people that I love. So it's really 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 special and sacred to do this for yourself. When we do a end of year reflection, it's kind of like taking a life inventory. You know, it's so tempting to just jump into traditional new year's quote unquote resolutions and that sometimes just feels like a haphazard way of trying to grow instead of reflecting on where you've been and where you want to go so you can make very intentional decisions that help you take aligned action for the future. So this process is very much focused on journaling and getting your thoughts out of your mind and giving yourself space between you and your thoughts. And that's what this whole practice is for. You want to be able to have a bird's eye view of what Is going on in your mind, what went down in your year, so you can get super duper duper aligned with what you want in 2022. So I'm going to walk you through some questions and feel free to do this with me, or you can download in the show notes, a little PDF with these questions in it. So you can answer them on your own time. So a couple of my favorite general gals out there have done this process. And so I've kind of like accumulated some of my favorite questions that they have shared about doing an end of year reflection. And I'm going to share them with you and then share some of my key reflections from the year. Cause it was a very transformative year on every single level possible. So the first Part of the reflection process is looking back over the past 12 months and pulling out your highlight reel. It sometimes helps to look at your photos, and sometimes Instagram, you know, (laughs) the ultimate highlight reel, can help you. Look at the highlights of your 2021. And this process is important because you always want to start with those wins. You know, we can jump right into what didn't work, um, but we want to prime our brain for that positivity outlook because then when you get into what didn't work or what you need to make adjustments on or want to make adjustments on, it doesn't feel so intense. So the first step is looking at. What are your wins? What are your highlights? What are the things that you are most proud of this year? And It's interesting when I look back at my year, like 2021 just started out very, very, very rough. Having the miscarriage in December and then just going through the waves of grief and really processing was very intense, but honestly, it was one of the highlights of my year because it truly made me feel more human and more alive than I've ever felt before. There were times that I absolutely did not feel like myself, and a lot of that was emotional, but a lot of that was physical, that I had no Over because my hormones were all over the place. So, you know, your your highlights and your wins don't necessarily have to be what a traditional win looks like. It can be something that like you overcame that you were really proud of. And this is something that I'm super proud of myself is like going through. That experience and feeling and sharing and being open was a huge win for me in 2021. And it really opened me up in a way that I've never been um, exposed before. So that's the first question. That's the first question is what are your wins from 2021? Now, as you look at your highlights and you kind of see, you know, the wins, notice if there's anything that you've changed about you in the past year. So the next question I want you to ask yourself is how. Have I changed in this past year? And for me, I realized my pattern of just like always having something to like just adding on, not just having, you know, one thing to focus on. And it always, <laughs> it's a very clear pattern. And from the beginning of the year to where I am now, I realized the power of constraint and doing less and just focusing on going all in on one thing. And letting go of things that I love that are important to me, but don't necessarily match where I'm at right now in my life, the season of life that I'm in. And and what comes to mind is spin. I've been teaching spin for nine years, and it's been the best thing that has ever happened to me. But towards the end of – when was that? I mean, end of – October, I realized that my priority has has shifted because I'm growing a little human inside of me and I really want to spend the last couple of months before I take on this new season of becoming a new mom um, to focus on myself. And that's just not what I usually do. I usually like to prove that I can do all of the things. And I took a step back and I asked myself, Why Why do I need to prove that I can do it? And I, you know, realize that there is this societal conditioning of like doing the most and wearing that like a badge of honor. And it just doesn't align with me anymore. And especially because the women that I work with in my coaching business they are always doing the most and they're feeling completely unfulfilled and I see that every single day and I realize that how easy it is to fall into that loop of thinking that the more you do, the more value that you provide and that's absolutely not the truth. So I think that's how I've changed the most this past year is by realizing by, from the start of the year to the end of the year how important it is to constrain and only really just focus mm. on one thing. The third question that I want you to consider and reflect on is, did you discover anything about yourself? What did you discover about yourself? And this is such a fun question because there might be things that come up that you didn't even realize that played a big part in your growth and transformation. Because as humans, we are meant to evolve and we don't even realize when we are evolving. And just this question alone can help you realize how much you've grown. Because like I said earlier is most progress, it's invisible. So take this time to look back and, and notice like, what did you discover about yourself and how has that helped you and benefited you this year? Okay. So now we can kind of go into the challenges and the opportunities right? So now you want to look at your lessons this year. And remember, your lessons are also blessings because they've helped you grow so much. So the next question is, what was most challenging for you and what did it teach you? So what was your biggest lesson? Maybe it was your biggest failure. What is something that happened this year that was a flop that you Learned from and you're grateful for that experience. Doesn't mean it felt good, but it actually helped you become more of who you want to be. I know for me, what was most challenging was scaling my business and then still trying to do and show up and do all, be all of the things like I had said earlier. And I was giving – I fell back into this pattern before I started my business. I was noticing just giving 10% to all these little things and not 100% to one thing. And I could just feel it all slipping and it didn't feel good. And, you know, it was really – I got called out on it. I called myself out on it and it didn't feel amazing because I don't like to let people down or feel disappointed. And the person that was the most disappointed was myself because – I have noticed this pattern and I keep falling back into it with the same thought process and as I as I'm closing out this chapter of my life I realize that that taking on things and spreading myself too thin is not going to work as a new mom and I'm going to have to let that part go and I'm really grateful that it all kind of came up at the end of this Year because it truly opened my eyes and reminded me of the power of just focusing on one thing. And I needed that reminder. It's so easy to fall back into those old patterns. And I share that with you because I do this work every single day and it's a constant practice. You don't ever get to a point where it's just like, okay, everything is just flowing and we don't fall back into old patterns of thinking it happens because our brains like to be efficient. So it's really important to look at what challenged you, what your biggest lessons were, and what did it teach you? Because we want to acknowledge the lesson. And then we also want to learn, we want to understand how it helped you grow because that's going to help you in 2022. So once you go through your lessons and your challenges and your opportunities, and again, looking at this with compassion and love and seeing what it taught you, then you can start thinking about like, what was your, what was the most memorable thing that happened in 2021? And why was it so meaningful to you? And this question is, so important because when we're looking at the challenges, then our brain wants to find other things that went wrong, but there's also things that were meaningful that happened that truly made your year special. You know, some people like to go into black or white thinking, they're either like it was a terrible year or it was a wonderful year, but it Both. It doesn't have to be bad or good. And I stay away from bad or good, because that bad or good binary gets us in trouble with black or white thinking. But it can be challenging and it could also be meaningful. And that's what's so powerful about doing this work is reflecting on those little moments that made the year meaningful. And for me, really I think the most memorable is this process of being pregnant. I did not think that I was going to enjoy this as much as I have. And I think what made it so memorable and meaningful for me was looking at my thoughts at the beginning of the year, how there was so much fear surrounding getting pregnant again, and then doing this work of unpacking what's in my mind and processing how I'm feeling to get to this place of just pure love and excitement and joy for what is happening in my body and the changes that are happening in my body. And that was really meaningful because if you have been pregnant, you know, um, your body goes through a lot of changes. And at first it can be kind of jarring and it's like a very confusing time. And once I processed all the emotions that were coming up, And the fear that I was feeling from the thoughts about having another miscarriage or something worse happening really helped me get to a place of just like pure bliss and enjoyment of this process. And my pregnancy has been... So easy. And I think that that has a lot to do with it because I have spent so much time processing and feeling and processing and feeling. Um, another memorable thing that happened this year was my business. Like there, I created something that had been on my mind for so long and I was able to create it and launch it and have the most amazing group of women join this first program that I've created, the Mind Over Matter Method. And that was so memorable because I I, it was so, I pinched myself. I couldn't believe that I brought it to life. And I mean, I could, cause the process that I teach in my program is exactly the process that I use, but it was just so powerful because as this group started to form and everything was coming together, I was just mind blown about the vision that I had created and that I am currently living in. So now that you have reflected on 2021, I want you to think about, Anything that you can do in the next couple days to celebrate your past year for the good, the bad, the hard, the challenging, the wonderful, the exciting, and everything in between? What can you do to honor it and celebrate it in the next couple days? Are there any big things that you can do? Is there any small things? Maybe there's a ritual that you want to do, but make sure that you close out this first part of the reflection with a little celebration. Maybe you give yourself a high five. Maybe you treat yourself to a massage or a pedicure or some more alone time. Think about how you're going to celebrate this past year for the highs and the lows, the peaks, and the value, the valleys. (laughs) Okay, so the next part is thinking about what you're going to let go of In 2021. And I might do a little bonus episode about this because I love talking about what we're letting go of and what we're going to call in. Um, But this could be the first part to doing this process. So I want you to think about what you are letting go of. Are there any tasks or work or anything that's just taking up headspace that you don't need to be doing? Are there things that you have said yes to that you really want to say no to? What tends to take up the most mental space? And how can you clear that out? So on a separate piece of paper, reflection-wise, write down all the things that you're leaving behind in 2021. And by doing that, you are going to clear up space to invite in what you want more of in 2022. So first part is what are you letting go of? What do you want less of? What are you saying yes to right now that you need that you want to start saying no to in 2022? So letting that go, creating that space because the next question is what do you want more of in 2022? What are you calling in? What are you inviting in? Last year when I did this, the word that I was inviting in was connection and community and I am blown away by the connection community that has come together in 2021. And it wouldn't have been possible without my partner, Priscilla. I mean, she has been so instrumental in creating this community alongside me. And we've hosted three women's wellness retreats in a year. And it's mind-blowing because we didn't know if anyone was going to show up to one, let alone three. And we're hosting our fourth one in April. And the connection in the community that's formed through these experiences is so, 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 so special. So this don't skip this step. Even if you don't know exactly what it is, think about the feeling that you want. For me, the feeling was connection. And that was a big one coming off of 2020 where everything was so disconnected. And I felt it this year. So if you don't know exactly what you're inviting in, think about the emotion. Think about the vibration that you want to feel, that you want to carry through your new year. So the next question that I love and love this question is what will you not re- what will you regret not prioritizing in 2022? So if you don't prioritize this in 2022, you would regret it. This one's such an easy no-brainer to me. For me it's prioritizing myself. <laughs> Like that, I know with becoming a new mom and entering the season of fourth trimester at the beginning of the year, you know, be, um, I'm due in February, so fourth trimester. And I've been reading and understanding a lot about the changes hormonally and what happens in our brain, our bodies, our life. Just there's so much that that goes down that it's just not talked about. Like no one talks about the fourth trimester. And I'm very excited to go through it myself because I know that it's going to have highs and lows, but I'm excited because I want to learn because this is what I do. I'm a teacher, so then I can teach others. So I know that I'm going to regret not prioritizing myself in 2022. And I know that like right now I don't have a newborn. I don't have a baby and I don't know what it's going to be like. And I'm totally fine with that. And I'm excited to figure it out, but I know how important it is to take care of myself because if I do that, I know that I'll be able to show up for my bib and my husband and my dog and my family in a big, big way. So then the next question, as you continue to reflect What is the theme or words that you want to guide you into 2022? This can be a phrase, something that anchors you when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or you find yourself falling back into patterns. My word is stillness. I've thought about this a lot. Stillness is my word. And I know that with a monkey mind that's constantly ping-ponging my lovely neurodiverse brain, I'm going to like want to do and be all of the things hence my pattern and i just need to practice stillness and that just means stillness in my body stillness in my mind stillness in my space not constantly going from thing to thing and you know those first 40 days after having a babe is so important and i want i could tell my my past self would be like okay i can get back to the gym i can do this i can do that and like again, wearing it like a badge of honor, like jumping right back into work to prove something when my biggest job is taking care of myself and this new little human that has chosen us to provide it a, a, you know, a wonderful life. I'd be doing everyone a disservice if I just jumped back into how I was doing things before. So I know that that's my pattern. And so this year, 2022, I'm inviting in stillness. So these are the questions, my friend. And Feel free to adjust them and and do whatever you want to um, make this your own practice. It's just so important to find some questions that resonate with you and sit down and reflect, so you can look forward to 2022. Don't wait till January 1st to do this. I'm promising you, if you do this in the next couple of days, you will feel so refreshed and so excited about what is to come. You know, you don't have to just jump. Forward, you get to enjoy this present moment and everything that you've done, all of the hard work you have put into yourself and the people around you. It's so important to celebrate that. So if this, if this episode resonated with you, please share it with someone else. Maybe you do this practice together and enjoy every second of your wins. You know, we're so quick to looking at what didn't work, but look at what did work and sit in it and relish in it and just be in that celebration. I know how easy it is to want to jump in to what didn't work and why it didn't work. And we want to be super hard on ourselves, but that's not going to help you in 2022. So let that shit go, and I want you to just celebrate the big, the small, and everything in between. All right, my friend, be on the lookout for that bonus episode later this week on what I'm letting go of in 2021 and what I am inviting in in 2022. Ooh, my friend, so much goodness coming up. In the new year. I just feel it. I know it. And one of those things that I feel and know deep within my bones that I'm carrying with me into 2022 is this connection, this community. And the best way to do that is through coming together at a women's wellness retreat. And in case you missed the announcement, we have opened the doors for April 8th to April 10th in Carefree, Arizona, a line retreat with my girls Priscilla, Patty, Tiffany. They're just so special. Like it is seriously some of the best of the best talent of people that I know in the fitness and wellness industry and I've been in this world for a long long time and these incredible women just bring such a different energy to it and I'm so grateful and honored to be a part of it with them. I feel just like I have cool points just for for being associated with these amazing humans. So If you haven't looked at the website or you're interested in joining in on the magic that is going down in April, check it out. It's in the show notes. I would love, love, love to connect with you in real life at this retreat. I can't wait to see what unfolds with the treat number four because each one just has a little something special. So if you haven't checked it out yet, please check it out and let me know if you have any questions. All right, my friend, remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend.